I V M. On this episode of Paisa Paisa, I speak with Min Agarwal, financial coach. We are going to talk about the need for financial education for the educated in India. It's going to be an interesting episode. We are going to talk about the need to know more about money. So stay tuned for that. Folks, welcome to Paisa Paisa. I am your host Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and today's show is going to be about financial education for the educated. Yes, uh, I can't emphasize this more, you know, because a lot of us need to know more about money. It's a huge, massive topic. I'm hoping that our podcasts are helping you in some way with that. My guest today is returning guest, actually, Mrin Agarwal, financial educator, money mentor, wealth manager, and a financial coach. Mrin, welcome. Back to the show. Thank you so much for doing this for us, folks. If you don't know Mrin, I suggest that you go back into our uh, episodes and hear the one on investor behavior. We had played that some time back to get a background on Mrin. Mrin is not a stranger to do the show, so I'm not going to introduce her. She's a friend of the show. She's a returning guest on the show. Mrin, welcome back. Thank L- you. Let's get into this thing. You're someone who deals with a lot of people. for money you're a financial planner for the rich number 1 you are a coach you're someone who actually goes and trains people on how to manage their money so there's actually you know you're among the best people to tell us about this topic right financial education for the educated and i also know that you feel very strongly about this let's start with some you know maybe let's with two things actually tell us some story that gives an example to our listeners of how the educated people actually don't know much about money and then we'll get into three common mistakes that in your experience you've seen people making let's start with that anupam you'll be surprised to know that uh, most people actually believe that they know everything there is about investing but it's far from the truth because I can tell you that it 90-95% of people in India don't know how to invest their money. Wow. Um recently I was talking to a prospect who was actually a reference and I was talking to him about um my financial coaching which I provide which is really about um you know looking at the person's finances talking to him about what he wants out of his financial life let me tell you today most people really even don't know what they want out of their financial life beyond saying i want to save for children's education and save for retirement there is life beyond that that you need money for hmm. and i basically try to get people to think about what is it that they want money for and how can we plan their finances better but this individual only wanted to know the funds to invest in and i said well that's the last thing in the whole process of financial so coaching just google that out right yeah, best funds yeah. investment yes. my god and that's it that's it so i said well i'm not the person for you oh. and um you know and he said well i don't need to know all of this i already know all of this and i'm earning enough money so you wow. know i just need to know what funds to invest my money in wow and what you know so where does this come from in the sense that what what are the mistakes that you see people making most common most common ones so certainly we are living in the consumption era where we are just spending on our lifestyle expenses so i meet people who are paid very highly but their expenses are also like that so the a, a person who is at a cxo level today would buy a house which is double than what he could really afford and wow. then spend a lot of money on emi there 
and they have a lot of related lifestyle expenses like for example their children will go to international schools they would want to do these two three uh, international vacations and not your regular international vacations you know each vacation has to be like uh, something exotic exotic oh okay uh, and then of course the kids are going for all sorts of classes and their huge lifestyle expenses on entertaining um your clothes everything put together so i think today the biggest issue with anybody whether he is earning 10000 or whether he is earning crores the biggest issue is lifestyle expenses what if i say you're a grouch you know no no you're not that letting me live it up come on yaar you what what to say yolo you only live once what about that <laughs> so <laughs> well uh, the the whole issue is that you'll be surprised to know anupam that i have gone to uh, more conservative uh, cities in india huh. and uh, when i asked the audience about um, uh, about this uh, how much percentage of your take home do you really save and they tell me less than 10% oh. and i'm really surprised that in these cities also people are spending so much it's really online shopping wow oh okay yeah. okay yeah that's 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 really interesting okay mrin so I'm guessing that the first mistake people do is not figuring out their lifestyle expenses and not being very clear about how much they should save and how much they should spend. Yeah. Right. Next two. Um, the next one is, of course, sticking on to traditional investments. You know, people are still investing in traditional fixed deposits, insurance, real estate, locking in money, and all these investments. And I think the third one really is not having a structured financial advice. Not. I think the third one is really not taking structured financial advice. Okay, which would mean hiring a planner or at least having some kind of framework to map out your objectives, map out your risk return, rather than doing it in an, in an ad hoc manner. Yes, right? so investing in an ad hoc manner. Okay, great. Now that we are done with the common mistakes, let's talk about you know if all of us are doing these kind of mistakes, then I'm sure that financial literacy in India is not looking very good. Okay, do you have some numbers on that? Do you want to just talk us about, talk to us about the state of financial literacy today in India? So, if you were to look at the various surveys, unfortunately, they include the educated and the uneducated. Uh, but I think one of the things that stood out to me was the household savings survey by RBI that came out in two thousand eighteen, which actually showed that very a, a very small minority, which is. I think about thirteen percent of people who are actually saving for retirement, mm. and most of the people out there are not saving or have not planned for it, and they they are going to and more than fifty percent of the people said that they are going to rely on their children during retirement. Or to 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 support them. Yes, oh, to support them, oh, which is the, really surprising. All the best with that. I hope that plan works out <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Please go on. Um so I think the other issue is also so we work with a various set of people like we work with students we work with corporates um and what we found with as far as students are concerned is that if it's not their core subject or if it's not part of the curriculum they're really not interested in learning it um even we've had cases where my trainers have gone to colleges and students are on their phones and they really don't care about it you know because there's this Whole not caring attitude about money. We only want money to spend. We we don't want money to save. Seems to be the mantra. So much so that honestly, the other day I was asking, uh, I was talking to my daughter, and she said, uh, so much so that 
the other day i was uh, talking to my 9 year old daughter and she wants to open a bakery wow. and i said okay so what are you going to do with the money that you earn and she said of course spend it <laughs> and i was so flabbergasted and i said like come on your mom's like talking to you about <laughs> saving all the time and you're saying that you're going to spend the money <laughs> but um, again um, in my experience uh, we've also tried to uh, train school teachers and educate them and the problem with women again is the fact that oh my husband's going to take care of it and do i really need to get into this um again with corporates given that this is not a mandatory training people do take it quite lightly mm. so unfortunately what has happened is that uh, financial education is not given importance in india also because it's not there as a life skill in schools as well right. right right so schools these days have yoga and they have various other things but i feel that managing your money is one of the most important life skills that is going to get you through life um, but it's not there today fantastic point let's get into the, the solutions right for our listeners um in general and even at an overall level what do you think can actually be done for financial education i think the first thing uh, from the government is of course putting it as part of the curriculum early on um in the us uh, most schools have this starting from grade 1 onwards and there are different things that you can teach at different ages but and a lot of colleges for example are now introducing uh, financial literacy courses for example stanford has a proper financial literacy course which is part of the curriculum wow. and this is for their engineering students okay. incidentally wow. so i think you know the importance has to be come from top down like it, it has to be by the government did you know that there is actually a, a financial literacy aptitude test hmm. by nism it's known as the national financial Lit- literacy aptitude test and flat no i have no idea about this so about 5 lakh students take it in a year wow currently and i think uh, it's kind of akin to your ntsc sure. so i think that's something that should be popularized by the government okay so i guess the government is actually doing something about this maybe they you know they could be faster they could be more powerful that's one topic but what can we do what can for example parents do um yes parents have an absolute role because they're the biggest influencers on their children and children tend to follow parents um saving and spending habits so parents really firstly need to walk the talk money is such a big taboo topic for parents to talk about with children mm. honestly i find it parents find it easier to talk about boyfriend sex everything <laughs> than about money and i don't know why um i i've seen so many cases where parents are like really working hard and getting money and then sending children abroad to study and like they really go through a lot to ensure the best education for the children but the children are not aware of it foreign education is expensive yes it is expensive and i think somewhere parents need to make children aware of how much they're spending for them or the difficulties that they're going through to um, you know get their foreign education going um also uh, through their actions you know these days i don't know if you've noticed but the children don't go to supermarkets with their parents and the parents go do everything and come back okay so i think it's important to also kind of take the kids along to supermarket or if you're even buying something online evaluate it together with them tell them these are the options available and how are you you know basically you have to imbibe this value for money concept 
among the children and that can only be done through actions um the other thing that i also notice is that uh, when uh, the children grow up and let's say they're doing post graduate course or they've just started working um there've been some recent surveys to show that parents are still supporting working children mm. and that's really bad i mean once the child starts working and starts earning money of their own the parents should really not support them in any way at all mm. but that's an increasing trend in india which parents should not really do and it's very common for parents to say should i send you some money for this should i send you some money for that so that's another thing the parents need to really get their kids to be independent in all aspects as early as possible that's valuable advice it spoke about government spoke about parents anybody else in that list that you think can do, can actually do a lot more than what they're doing today i think corporate india can do a lot more because simply because of the fact that in the organized sector they employ so many people and uh, of course they are the biggest employers the government and corporates in india are the biggest employers of the educated in india so i think companies themselves can do a lot uh, while there is a lot of focus on uh, physical and mental health programs somewhere what they don't realize is that good financial health is so directly linked to good mental health mm. and i think uh, companies should promote financial wellness programs um there are various uh, companies available who do give education programs um uh, for uh, uh for employees companies themselves would benefit simply because they would be having more engaged and motivated workforce more productive workforce lower attrition lower healthcare costs yeah today companies are paying a much higher healthcare cost simply because they've got employees who are like really stressed out yeah. um also i think somewhere uh, this is something that i read about in the us that companies that ho- uh, offer holistic wellness programs have the ability to attract a lot of talent wow. and today employees are not really looking at whether you have pool tables or you have gyms but what are the sort of uh, wellness programs or what are the sort of benefits that i'm getting okay so i think companies can do a lot in this space um of financial wellness as well sure and last final and most important what can our listeners do at an individual level you know someone who's listening to this show listening to you and if he comes up to you and says oh, okay mrin tell me i want to learn more about money tell me about how to do this can you tell us something on that um there are various learning courses available online e learning courses like uh, my company finsafe itself has some e learning courses you have learning courses available on bsc and nsc website as well um these are formal education uh, how long i mean that i'm sure that you you can do this at your own comfort or how do they work in general just a rough idea so typically these are between 2 and 4 hours and they're Every kind day. no the exam the, the to- there's no exam or anything oh, okay. these are just learning courses oh okay well, for 2 to 4 hours and uh, it's the duration of the course and you can of course do it at your own pace and over a period of time so bsc nsc anything and else? my own website finsafe finsafe.in okay so these see check out these sites and uh, figure out they'll have a formal curriculum out, out there yes okay. yes yes uh, um, what else um other than that of course uh, there are so many blogs which are there um that one can actually follow that gives different types of information so depending on at what level you are at you need to choose the right blog basically to follow mm. um so and i think the minimum that people should do is at least read some of the personal finance columns in some of the newspapers i personally like the personal finance column in mint a lot right 
but of course economic times and all the other newspapers also have personal finance columns that can be looked at okay folks that is a wrap on this show financial education for the educated my guest was smrin agarwal financial educator money manager her website is finsafe.in you can reach out to her on the website she is on twitter at m r i n a g a r w a l for any questions that you may have smrin is exempted from doing the standard section of our show because she already spoke about the financial mistakes that she had done and her content recommendation so you should check out the earlier episode with her smrin thank you so much for doing this for us folks i hope you enjoyed that episode thank you No material on the show should be considered as financial advice. The material on the show is for informational purposes only. Please consult a financial advisor before taking any investment decision.